from a bar mitzvah at the Wailing Wall in Jerusalem to a temple procession in Taipei. The people of our world are passionate about their beliefs. Are you listening? Tune in to the sounds of your world on Radio Taiwan International. Thanks so much for joining us today here on Radio Taiwan International. Up ahead this hour, it's Jukebox Republic, but we kick off, as always, with a brand new episode of Here in Taiwan. Welcome to Here in Taiwan. If you're just joining us now on Facebook live stream, welcome. Uh, today is Friday, March 5th. Otherwise, it's now already Monday, March 8th. We're getting off the month to a good start here. Well, I'm John Van Trieste, and joining me in the studio today, we've got Stash Butler. Hello. And Shirley Lin. Hi there. We've got a very fruit-filled episode for you today. We're going to be telling you about why Taiwanese people are passionate about passion fruit and pineapples. But first, we're going to be t taking you over to a story about uh, Taiwan's newest record for longest name. <laughs> it's a very strange one. <laughs> we'll be telling you about that in just a moment. Please stick around. name that you would have here in Taiwan, a Chinese name anyway, is normally composed of two to three characters. Sometimes it can be longer, or even in Roman characters in the case of uh, indigenous people, who uh, tend to have longer names. But uh, no name in Taiwan comes near touching this one. It's a whopping 25 characters, and uh, it translates roughly as... Huang Dalan is the blessed darling and sweetheart of the god of joy, god of wealth, god of misfortune, god of earth, and all the gods. That's just cheating. You can't <laughs> just list gods. I mean, you know, I could just, you know, add another god on there, you know, and then that's, and then I'd have the longest name. He doesn't want to miss out any of the gods. He the, wants no. his life to be blessed totally in all aspects. You the 47-year-old, formerly known as Huang Xinxiang, which I think is a very nice name. It's got two very nice characters. One's yeah. made up of three golds. <gasps> and the other means to soar, which is very poetic. Um, but he applied for the name change on February 26th in the hope that it would bring him luck. I'm going to try saying it in Chinese so you can get a sense of how long 25 characters are. Huang Dalan is the it doesn't really roll off the tongue. I had, to, no, I had to stumble a few times there. No. Well, at least he's already out of school. Imagine writing his name on homeworks and, you know, like dictation That's tests like, and things yeah, like that. Yeah, filing forms at the, like, the tax office or whatever from now on. It's going to be a real oh, pain. Well, that, yeah, that's a pain too. Um, Not enough space to write your whole name. And that's the thing also because like, I don't know how you... Because I know that... I mean, in, in, in the UK and in the West, we have the concept of like kind of a middle name, right? right. Mm. So, you know, like you're John Van Trieste, but do you have a middle name? I do. What's your middle name? Paul. 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 John Paul. Jean-Paul. Jean-Paul. Jean-Paul Van Trieste. I'm actually named for somebody with that name. So oh, really? It's just got anglicized. Oh, I see. Uh, well, I mean, so you see that like um, that you have, uh, yeah, that you, you, you have a middle name, but you can omit it, right? And, yeah. it's, and you're still the same person. Right. My friend had a problem that she was applying for a master's here. And her degree certificate only had her first name and her surname, and it didn't have a middle name. Is that and necessary? Then, uh, and then the authorities were like, 
oh well it's not you it's like it's still me it's just missing oh, the middle name so how i mean oh how would you even you know gosh. go about admit you know doing that for oh, a name no. that long um it's usually just a surname followed by a given name and the surname is almost always one character there are a few rather unusual two surname characters yes. in, in chinese right um and yeah so uh what's with uh this change well of course he wants it to, to bring good luck but uh he said that uh, he's a devout Taoist, and uh, it's unusual that he included the god of misfortune, but he did that deliberately because of his personal philosophy, which is that in life, you have to accept the highs and the lows. Okay. So right. he covered all his bases. Um, um, and he's telling people that they can call him whatever he likes, but he still uses uh, the three for first three characters for short on social media. The name was so long because... Uh, Taiwan's national ID cards, here's a fun fact, only uh, allow for a maximum of 15 characters. It had to be oh. written in by hand okay. uh, by, at the registration office because it, the computer couldn't handle it. Wow. Um, yeah. I'm surprised they allow for names 15 characters long as well. Oh, yeah. I know, well, really. Um, yeah. And actually, uh, the let's see, there's a second place. Uh, previously, the title was a 19-character name. It was held by a, a YouTuber who did it as sort of a stunt. Mm. And I thought that, but I was wrong, actually. I thought it was a, a, a famous or infamous sort of a political figure, you might be able to say. And his name is Huan Cheng Hong, Taiwan Ateng, world great person, god of wealth and president. <laughs> right. And he's run for president in the past. I see. Well, you know, if, if you have the name, I mean, then... And uh, he was known... He became famous. Well, I think he's done it since, but he was most famous... Was it the last presidential election or the one before that, where he appeared... Um, he was running for some office anyway, and... Uh, they all, everyone, all candidates are given a like slot of time to make their policy statements of what they'll do, and he used that time to dress as the god of wealth and throw fake money and sing. Right, and the, oh, they have a sign language. The now. sign language interpreter had to had a had an interesting Interpret job and I had see. to like keep a straight face. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I, I mean yeah, like I, I feel like. So this 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 man changed his name recently. This was uh, this was February February twenty sixth. Yeah. So, so I mean, name changes do happen. Though. Yes. Yeah. Also, and you're not though, allowed once. In, no. In Taiwan, twice. You can it? change your name in Taiwan legally a num maximum of three times. Oh. oh really? Oh. So he does have the chance to change his name back in the future if he so wishes. Change Although it back. it's not clear from this story if he's changed his name before in the past. Yeah. So. Maybe this is just the, the, you know he's building up. He's I mean, warming up to a longer name. But if you're gonna have a twenty five or however limitless characters the why limit the number of times that doesn't make much sense to yeah me, but, yeah i um, don't know it's, oh. it's strange i mean I, I know a guy uh one of um a student of mine had uh he had dong in his name which means kind of middle um but then it was coming up to exams and his mother decided that that would be too uh you don't want to you don't want to be middling you want to be yeah. top so he, ha he actually <laughs> had his name changed wow. he had a, yeah went to, to a, to a I, I can't remember what his name was Gao. changed to. Probably, probably maybe Gao or something. <laughs> yeah. Tall. I mean, I've, I have a friend who's changed his name, and I get mixed up a lot. But uh, yeah, uh, I, like I guess it can be an aesthetic thing, a personal choice. Mm. Some characters are very have very nice meanings or senses to them, and or just look nice. Yeah. Or I can imagine if you were born with a very complicated name. They would, you just just got tired of writing it. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of get rid um, of it. Go for a different one. So, anyway. do you guys get to change your names in your country? 
Yeah. Yeah, if we want How to. How many times? As there's many no times as you want? I don't think there's any limit. Or if there I is, I haven't like heard Like Iceland has some pretty oh, famous yeah. rules about that. Yeah. What that, names? What? There's a list of names you have to choose from. You can't make up your own or really? yeah. use foreign names. No. I think it's quite a long um, list, presumably, but like, but it's still, it's a list nonetheless. Yeah. I think, I've think i seen like kind of names turned down. Or, yeah. Or like kind of registers. No. Not like, like Elon Musk's child. Yeah. It's like a series of symbols or something. <laughs> or, or what was it? Gwyneth Paltrow has a daughter named Apple. Yeah. I mean, this one is that. I think that's just a pretty standard American yeah. fare for names now nowadays. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, anyway, I, you don't, it's not often. I mean, the people at the office said that they've never seen anything like it. So well, I'm sure yeah. we've got some hellos from uh, from uh, Setio Budiono um, and Lien, Liena Xu. Yeah, Xu um, Hua um, at RTI. Oh, oh there we in go. The office next to us. Oh, she's yes. no, she's oh, upstairs. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi from downstairs. And Radhakrishna Pillai N and Hossein Abed Ali Abed from Bangladesh. All right. Thanks for joining us. Please leave some comments. Let us know what you think or share the most unusual name you've heard of in your country. <laughs> How passionate is Taiwan about passion fruit? Well, so passionate that they developed a way that we can now have it locally grown year-round. It is a seasonal thing, apparently. Yeah, apparently it's a seasonal thing. That's right. So uh, the harvest for passion fruits normally lasts from July to September, and then it's available from the start of the harvest till January next year. So I suppose they kind of build up a surplus and okay. they can last that long. I don't um, know how long they keep. I'm not a passion fruit aficionado. I'm not sure how long they keep. Yeah, I, I'm not really sure either. They I think keep it, pretty long. Yeah. I think they kind, I mean, of, they, they kind of look all kind of wizened on the outside. Yeah, like but, wrinkled on the outside, but it's still good. Still good on the inside. Mm, yeah, the exactly. Inside. But now... Kind of wizened. I feel like they're giving give you advice now. Like. <laughs> wizened, yeah. You know, if, you, if your passion fruit looks wizened, you should throw it away. Um, no, so, but now so, but now we don't have to. You know, now we're in... We're in uh, what are we in? March. We, we no longer have to fear about the lack of passion fruits at local markets. Well, because I couldn't just not survive otherwise yeah well i mean actually you i can't s- think of the last time i've had a passion you fruit. say that i have a friend of a friend of mine has a passion a pretty much a passion fruit every day for breakfast wow. not not passion just a passion fruit, fruit passion but, fruit passion lots of yeah there really is a passion for passion fruit you probably had passion fruit juice you know like no. in some drink or something no. but, that, no. but also that I mean, if it's like a juice then like maybe they can add some kind of preservatives to it and it would last longer do you know what i mean mm. that might not be a seasonal That's issue just- Right. Anyway, we don't have to worry. We're, we're not worrying, and we and we don't have to, even if we wanted to, because uh, we uh, they've, they've developed. The government has developed a new kind of technology where involving lighting, which means that we can grow it all year round. Oh. Um, so they've been instructing uh, orchard operators. This is the uh, the Kaohsiung District Agricultural Research and Extension Station. Um, they've been instructing orchard operators in Kaohsiung and uh, Tainan and Pingdong County on how to grow passion fruit in mesh houses using artificial light lighting as a substitute for sunlight. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's kind they're of... Extending agriculture like their name suggests. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be honest, it doesn't sound from, the, from you know, how I just said it that it's particularly advanced. But um, but I imagine there's some, some techniques involved. Maybe Artificial light. Actually, I think artificial passion light. fruits... I mean, so I say this from my own efforts. So at my house, we have um, a, uh, a kind of rooftop terrace and we've tried to grow passion fruits Did it there. Work? Yeah. Well, the problem is um, we we got a plant, but they take ages to produce fruit. I think it's a kind of like two years or something. Oh. So they, you know, even once they've started growing, really, wow, yeah, that's a long time. Um, and then so we have them at the, on, on the top, um, and it was very fragile. And one of them kind of the the branches sort of broke in transit, and we tried to sort of 
tape it back together <laughs> it, it didn't like work that. no i mean you know there are, you can do some clever stuff with like grafting i think mm. but we, we're not that clever so okay. we didn't manage um and then some builders came around and they were fixing something on the roof and they just cut it down Oh, yeah. I thought they were going to say, let me fix that. No, they didn't fix it. They weren't, didn't, didn't just happen to be very good gardeners as oh, well. No. But no, so, so I can sympathize with, you know, the, the, the travails involved in passion, passion fruit production. Um, but now they can pick ripe fruit from February to June. So we'll have fresh passion fruits from February to June as well. Okay. Well, I wouldn't think that would be a good thing because now there won't be so much demand for it. It'll sort of be... Ah, it's passion fruit season, but you can get that any time. Yeah, and yeah, maybe they're the ones who sell the normal passion fruits. The um, so these these new ones they're calling spring passion fruits. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, I suppose that probably just reduced demand overall. I don't know. I mean, who's to know? There was about none it? for me to begin with, so it's okay. <laughs> John John hates passion fruit <laughs> with a passion. John, it- <laughs> yeah, well, so we're this- going to come up with a lot more, um, you know, recipes and menu using passion fruit then. Yeah, yeah, that, I you know, it's, so. yeah. I mean, it's, a good, it's definitely you know good with mangoes as well, and Taiwan has has. Some we good have good mangoes. Man- uh, mangoes we can get you. behind. Mangoes we Though, can get. Now that's a yeah. that's a fruit really? that they should have year round. <laughs> so you don't even. What do you think about mango and passion fruit as a combination? Um, as You're a, indifferent. As a combination. I just feel like. Mm, I guess they. You'd rather just have together. mango. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're not. They're, I'm, I'm neutral on passion fruit, really. Mm. Well, I mean. Well, the, the other good thing about these uh, these new passion fruits is that uh, because they're kind of indoors, they're not going to be affected by typhoons and monsoon rainfall. Oh, that is a problem. That is a problem. It is a problem. Yeah. Although it hasn't been recently. It well, wasn't it, last year. Yeah, what really. about droughts? We're having those That's now true, instead. yeah. It might be affected by drought. <laughs> uh, that's probably a bit of a more difficult one to control. See, some species of passion fruit can be, well, um, like sour. So you don't really like sour stuff, probably. But not actually, so some of them, if they're good, they can they come out sweet, not sour at all. So... Anyway, it's getting around the seeds, you know. Okay. Maybe you don't like all the tons of seeds. That's probably in there, right? the main issue, I think. Don't bite on them. You just swallow. Just swallow it. them. Yeah. Come okay. on, John. <laughs> Get your game I'm together. I'm not a seed swallowing <laughs> sort of a person. <laughs> <laughs> they say. <laughs> Well, the other thing we're passionate about is pineapples. And uh, as we've shared on this program in recent days, uh, we're particularly passionate about pineapples uh, in, I guess, since, was it Friday last week? Something like that. Um, I've lost track of time. But um, China banned imports of Taiwanese pineapples, and that's a major export market. Um, People think it's politically motivated. China Mm -hmm. says it's pests of some kind. Mm. Anyway, it's a big mess. And uh, I think last time we were on air, we talked about how Taiwanese consumers and companies have uh, rushed to save our farmers by buying up the entire stock they would normally export to China in a year within a week. Yeah. That's Mm. a lot of pineapple. It's a lot. So uh, we have in that, in honor of our uh, patriotic pineapples, we have some pineapple related stories for you today. Yes, we do. Now, first of all, the um, our Taiwan, what is it, Railway Administration, our Taiwan trains, TRA trains, um, they've uh, decided to add pineapples in their lunch boxes uh, as part of the menu there. Now, okay. there is a reason why actually like pineapples were banned in these lunch boxes or in certain companies, especially the uh, tra- tra- what is it, Ministry of Transportation, mm. because in Chinese. It's not auspicious. Yes, it Ong is. Lai. Yes, it's no, very it, it means like you know you maybe you they're going to be like accidents. Like no. maybe in yeah. Ong Lai means means wealth comes like prosperity right. comes. But the, the people who can't eat it are doctors. 
Right, but that's the, the thing ones is that, that you don't want too much because yeah. they don't want to cause somehow cause people to be ill by <laughs> right, right. That that is something I've heard about railways. Yes, um, yeah, and and certain other agencies too. They think that it's it's just an omen. Um, like for example, well, you know, constructions. Uh, they they say they use Cai Tao instead of online. So they just changed the name of it. Yeah. Um, so. To, to mean prosperity, but they don't use online okay. because mm. it like you know yeah come trouble come or something like that you know because in Taiwanese <laughs> anyway so, but uh, it means prosperity the but, band has and, been lifted yeah right and and so even like you know pineapple cakes in some places uh, they in Taichung they think that it's not it's not good to give um, pineapple cakes so they change it to some of the cakes like you know the sun what do you call it Taiyang the sun cakes instead. Yeah, so that's the reason why that's they've been reason. out from the, uh, you know, been banned from these lunchboxes. But now, you know, the transportation ministry has said, hey, it's okay. It's okay to it's have pineapples. It's patriotic you know? to have pineapples. Right. <laughs> you know, in our lunchboxes and things like that. So they've started, you know, on this and buying up a lot of pineapples. And I thought it was going to tell me, like, what 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 new menu they've got. But I'm assuming you have to ride maybe to find sweet out. and sour it's pork. It's a secret. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be sweet and sour pork in there, right? Normally, so, yeah. Normally, but anyway. Now, the other thing about pineapples, have you guys ever had, like, according to John, like, biting on a pineapple, it's like biting back at you on your tongue? A biting I, I actually think, well, we had, we had quite a lot of pineapple in the office the other day, and I think I had too much, and then, yeah, my tongue was kind of yeah, really? swollen. You know, like oh. wizened. wizened. It was wizened, yeah. I mean, I couldn't see, but I imagine it was. And so it felt wizened, definitely. Right. You know, when I used to experience that, I thought that a pineapple has gone bad. But no, actually, it's normal. very safe. It's normal. It's basically um, some, it's this thing called protease that's kind of like breaking down on the protein into like single amino acids on your tongue. Like it's protein breaking down, down your tongue. tongue. It's mm. breaking down your tongue and so you can it's feel okay. it. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> And Don't and so apparently tongue. it's it's quite all right and in fact um, it's good for you especially if you had a lot of protein like for example fried chicken then have some pineapple afterwards right. it breaks down because you might get an upset stomach from eating too much fried stuff then you can have some pineapple slices afterwards to help with that the other thing that i've heard anecdotal evidence for and i don't i'm not a doctor but i've heard that pineapple because of its acidity is good for like curing and preventing kidney stones Oh, really? Oh. Someone in Mexico told me that. Hmm. I, I thought I have kidney stones. Actually, I have, um, what's the, what's the thing, the other kind of stones? Gall stones? Um, what? Gall stones. That's it. <laughs> oh. And I thought I got a cure now, but, oh, all right. I don't know. So, I don't could. have kidney stones. I'm I have gall stones. How do you even get Maybe. kidney stones? I feel like I studied this at school. Calcium but build up, of, I yeah. guess. Yeah, you don't go to bathroom often. Too much You, too you much kind calcium. of hold in too I don't much know. or something. Anyway, pineapples are quite sugary, but they're uh, they good for be, lots of things. Yeah, so, but definitely never eat pineapples on an empty stomach. Is that a rule? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I think I probably did that here. yesterday as well. Why, oh. why, why? Do we know why we're not supposed um, to do that? Because, because the breakdown of protein in your stomach is going to cause some damage. It's going to be like too much for that breakdown in the stomach. If you're know. like protein all over you. Wow. Just don't so, eat it on pizza, please. Just like how oh, yeah, you feel on your tongue. It, it can do that in a, you know, in a, yeah, a bigger, bigger sense in, in the stomach. All right. And also, um, oh, okay. So I already said that. Yeah. So anyway. After you have fried chicken or any too much fried stuff, you know, then um, have some pineapples. It can help with the digestion in your stomach. Mm. The other thing is that um, there are two ways of getting rid of that biting feeling. Mm. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm first all of all, First of all, I mean, if you're trying to you make like 
pineapple products, you should break down the protease or whatever by um, some by kind of high heat. So you kind of you need so to you heat, cook it, 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 cook goes it away. to break down before okay. you actually use it so like, like to make pineapple the cakes. The stuff on or, like kind of yeah, on pineapple cakes or like pineapple right, pizza. Right. Hawaiians mm-hmm. probably is doesn't it's not so swa- so swan 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 so so so, so sour? Bitter, yeah, sour oh yeah so and, acidy but the thing is that if you get a biting sensation on your tongue is to sprinkle some salt on the tongue it that's tongue yeah it helps Who with the tried cutting that? down on the <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, no, it's I just think putting, not, sprinkling lots of things on the <laughs> tongue. To Some, something will stick ball. eventually. <laughs> yeah, so so remember that. You know, have some, maybe maybe dissolve some salt in a glass of water and drink that or something like that. Um, anyway, that's the thing that would help is, and in fact, there are a lot of, um, all, like, um, what do you call it? What's the word? There are different um, species of pineapples now, improved species of pineapples, which actually cuts down on the biting sensation. Now. Oh, they've been so, sort of genetically engineered yeah. or crossbred. In so a we way don't that have to worry that much about. I just, I eating. mean, it just never occurred to me that that was a serious issue. <laughs> Lots of things oh. we've been told not to worry about that we weren't worrying yeah. about. <laughs> now, I just never ate that much pineapple to begin with. It's okay. I like it, but it's not something that's a. Uh, a regular it's also quite you know if you buy it um it's, it's fairly expensive i guess pineapple and then if you buy it like uh and it's you have to like cut it yourself that's actually quite a lot of work you know hmm. although so now you know, i yeah. buy the ones that are pre-cut, pre-cut for you. that's true yeah, yeah yeah you can get those <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm lazy i used Sorry. to do that quite a lot that's quite good uh debash yeah. joining us says that mm. uh pineapple is so good Mm. Uh, and he likes mango as well. So, John, you have that in common. I have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> I have and, a fruit affinity. Yeah. And uh, Zakir Hossein also says hello. Um, right. I wonder what countries we export pineapple to besides, of course, China. China. I mean, it is mostly China. I think that's what we were... We were I, we were, like I know Japan bought up a large number of yeah. Chinese pineapples. Yeah, now they're the top country buying our but pineapples like, thanks to them. It's kind of a shame that, like... You don't you don't really see Taiwanese produce very much outside of Taiwan. When I go home, it's always Central or South American. Yeah, stuff. I think it's like Costa Rica grows a lot. I, I was looking into this. I think Costa Rica grows a lot. The Philippines still grows a lot. Yes, um, yes. The Philippines is a big supplier. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, um, you'll have, probably have to come here in order to try some of our fruity produce. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, there's, there's lots, lots of great fruit in Taiwan, right? Yeah, lots. People are intensely proud about it, so... Mm. Yeah, and people are putting drinks and stuff as well. I think that's the biggest thing I haven't got used to in Taiwan is how much people value drinks. Uh-huh. I don't know. It's well, just never been a thing I've really thought about. I've never, it's... like, gone out to get a drink. No, unless no. it's unless it's alcoholic. In yes, which case, <laughs> in which yeah. case well, many times. Yes, yes, many, many times. That's, that's, that's a different thing. Well, I mean, if I'm someone who's lazy cutting up fruit, I'd probably just settle for juice. You know. Yeah, we have. And a you lo- make sure that you have all the vitamins you need that day from all the different fruits. Do you have a Do you have a NutriBlend? What's it called? A, a juicer. NutriBullet. NutriBullet. Or yeah, a, a it recently juicer. broke down, and really? so we're waiting to get a new one. We, but, what's um, the weirdest thing you blended? Weirdest? Yeah, like have you done um, like? Okay, you add Uh-oh. peanut butter. Oh, I've heard that's quite and good, actually. Actually, with it's pineapple. Um, well, yeah, with pineapple. Is that I like actually a pro- got pineapple to help with the pineapple farmers. Um, and then there's um, banana. I added banana, pineapple, peanut butter, and what was the other food? Oh, apple, apple. And then add some yogurt. Oh, and what, 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 ice cubes. What do you call this drink? I, is, it, is it a smoothie? Is it a? It's a smoothie. It's a shake. Yeah, 
Something along those What's lines. What's the difference? I don't know. You know, <laughs> you tell me. You, you're the one who makes oh these things. Oh, dear. This program is quickly devolving into cooking time with Shirley. <laughs> Shirley's recipe book. Yeah, basically. We've gotten a bit off track. Uh, anyway, well, it's just about time anyway. I'm John Van Trieste. I'm, I'm Shirley Lynn. And I'm Stash Butler. And up next is going to be more of Shirley with Jukebox Republic. So if you're joining us on the radio, please stick, stick, stay tuned for that. I can't get it out. <laughs> stick around. Welcome to Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin. What are some of the things that have been happening in Taiwan? Well, there's the vaccines. Taiwan got its first batch last week. Oh, yes, before that, Taiwan opened up its borders on March 1st. And what else happened on March 1st? Well, China banned um, Taiwan's imports, or rather exports, of pineapples to China. And uh, so that started a whole pineapple purchase drive, just crazy. And actually, this pineapple situation was really shocking. And I thought that it's not nice of what China did to us. Especially after I learned that about 95 or 97%, was it, of Taiwan's pineapples exports go to China. Well, it was definitely totally uh, politically motivated. But what's more touching was that so many other countries like Japan and Australia and some, of course, the local people here in Taiwan and overseas Taiwanese community, they ordered all our pineapples. And now Japan is like the top country, you know, um, importing this citrus fruit from Taiwan. So now we're exporting more of the fruit than to China ever before. Now, that's a touching story. I think our president was prepared in case Beijing uses ways to give us trouble, you know. Anyway, it's so good to have friendly countries who are just nice to us or nice to anybody. So this song is called Friendly. It's by Chen uh, Nashy 
我行动派的睡醒，早上想想中午就到。我喜欢那些旅程都有惊奇不断。我喜欢那些风景一再重温流浪。我喜欢那些人们总是讨喜可爱。我喜欢我喜欢那些城市对我友善。Yeah， 那些城市对我 friendly， 那些人们对我 nicely， 那些城市对我 friendly， 那些人们对我 nicely。Well, it turned out that the song was talking about Taiwan itself, the different cities, the different people, the different things to do. That's friendly,、um, but、uh, it also talks about cities being friendly to us. Anyway, that, I thought that was a cute song. I like that. You're just listening to Chupas Republic. I'm Shirley Lin, and I'm just talking about some of the things that been that's been happening in Taiwan,、um, including the fact that、uh, yeah, well, I mean, a lot of countries are getting. Chumming up to us, getting friendly with us, and、um, yes.、Yeah, so I was talking about this pineapple situation, where China banned our pineapple、uh, imports starting March first,、um, with the reason saying that they found pests in there, bugs,、um, which is kind of funny because we think that it's totally politically motivated. But anyway, we're just glad that we have some friendly countries who are willing to buy up our pineapples, like Japan and Australia. And of course, our overseas Taiwanese、um, expats.、Um, well, the thing is that、uh, I think I read some news where it's probably going to be difficult to export these fresh pineapples to certain countries, and so they probably have to settle for pineapple cakes, right? The popular, the so popular pineapple cakes that are so great for,、um, you know, as souvenirs.、Um, personally, I'm not too crazy about pineapples. Maybe because several times I had my tongue cut by pineapples. You know what I mean? Like the way John Ventrius would put it,、um, the fruit that that eats. No wait, what what did she, what do you say?、Uh, that kind of cuts away at you. Anyway, you know how you get that biting feeling, that prickly feeling on your tongues,、uh, and and apparently, and I only learned that recently, that it's normal. Because it's、uh, something about an enzyme that breaks down the protein on your tongue, so it's normal. And I used to think that maybe it's something wrong with the pineapple, you know, or something wrong with me, or something wrong with my tongue. You know. Anyway, so、um, yeah, but I still I don't care much for the this really really popular Taiwanese pineapple cakes because if you know me, I don't care much for dessert, for sweet things except chocolate. Although I do like some pineapple flavored stuff, like pineapple flavored Taiwan beer. You know that seems to go well with mostly women. I guess women just like fruity things. But it's great that we have so many people coming out, you know, to help us with our pineapple farmers and come to the rescue and everything. We just appreciate that. Another song about friendliness. 你是好朋友 You're a good friend to us. This is by Long Piao Piao. Just. 
The other thing is that we're slowly opening up our borders since COVID, you know, uh, broke out. 
That's except for tourism and social events, and no medical reasons like a physical checkup. Okay, unless you've already had a previous appointment to have a surgery done or some kind of medical issues, but no physical checkup. And if you heard me before, I was kind of excited because、um, you know my older daughter is back in Taiwan from Shanghai, and she's going to be here for several months. And so we thought that. Well, I thought that. Oh, great! Her boyfriend can come. You know, her boyfriend in China can come on the excuse of medical checkup. But no, that won't work. But I am sad though because、um, my husband, Big John, and I, you know, became friends with、uh, this. You know, well, group of friends actually, but one particular one.、Um, Um, you know, these friends are like in the states, in the UK. You know, became friends online, and you know, the one in the US, he was so set on moving to Taiwan、uh, to study Chinese. You know, maybe for a year or two or whatever. And for this past year, he's been like anxiously waiting for the border to come to open up so that he could come and study Chinese. And he even applied for a scholarship. You know, which was given up by our foreign ministry. And he was all set to come and everything. And actually, he、uh, delayed his enrollment more than once, more than once. And during all this time, he was just anxiously waiting and waiting and waiting. And and now he's not coming. I think、um, just right, you know, when our border was like opening up on March first.、Um, I think he just went through a lot because he was just anxiously waiting. And you know, there was news. I mean, he was following our news. And then he realized that oh, it seems like you you guys are opening up, and let me go you know go to the consulate and find out if I'm eligible. And then it turned out that he wasn't you know like not for students who just come to study Chinese. And it wasn't only just once, but more than once, more than twice that he went through this kind of like you know got excited and then you know. Got disappointed, and then got excited, and got ex- disappointed. So, I think over and over and over again, so many times he's just had it. I mean, no, not not in in a bad way, but then he just you know all this this whole year he just came to realize that he really should stay in the states, be with his family, be with his friends, and、um, he even got a job right around the time when we were opening up our border. So, yeah, he's not coming anymore.、Um, I mean, it's great that we open up our borders. I think、um, that's wonderful, and I think we're able to do that only because we've done so well with containing the, you know, COVID.、Um, so far, we've only had nine deaths, but、uh, only like not even a thousand yet of confirmed cases. But、um, oh well,、um, I feel sorry for this friend, but、um, we're still friends. Yes,、um, except that I think. He's sorry that he couldn't come. He's sorry that he's decided not to come. Yeah. Anyway, I bet there are a lot of people just like him, though.、Um, you know, just wondering when to come in. I mean, the thing is that Taiwan has become such a favorite to so many people, to so many people who want just come to Taiwan because we've done so well with containing COVID. And then after hearing that we're a beautiful island with beautiful country and we've got beautiful people and friendly people, so. We are a beautiful island. Taiwan is a beautiful island. Meilidao, beautiful island by Luo Daoyou. He's a classic. He goes way back. He's just an incredible singer. Have a listen.
all right, I guess it takes getting used to his singing, but he's like a rock singer from way back, okay? Um, so we also got our first batch of COVID vaccine um, just last week. Honestly, I'm not getting hysterical like, yay, we got our vaccine. I actually don't even think that I have to get a vaccine because I just feel that there's a lot of politics with who gets which country's vaccine and who should get it first at da-da-da-da-da. You know, being on a news shift twice, twice a week it lets me learn a lot about the kind of, you know, behind-the-scene commotion about the vaccines. It's kind of sad that this is happening. But anyway, um, there's also, to me, the issue of how effective are the vaccines, the different vaccines, you know, which one is better than the other, or whether they're really that effective, as they say. And, and, and I'm afraid that there are side effects. I'm afraid that, I mean... Yeah, you know, those kind of concerns. And really, I'm just wary. And I don't mind being the last to get a vaccine, really. There are a lot more people who deserve it before I do. I wouldn't want to get into a fight about who should get it first. Anyway, those are just my thoughts about this whole inoculation thing. Um, although I'm torn because I do love traveling and I can't wait to travel again after all this. But in order to travel, I better be inoculated, right? Before I go anywhere. Oh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll think about it when it comes to getting the vaccine myself. Well, thanks so much for joining me on Jukebox Republic. I'm Shirley Lin. Yeah, I mean, I better have the vaccine, even though, you know, I have issues about it. So, that means just in case. This song is by Xi Qing. Thank you for listening to Radio Taiwan International, broadcasting from Taipei, Taiwan. Check out our website at english.rti.org.tw. Again, that's english.rti.org.tw. Our 60-minute English program can be heard every day at the following times and frequencies. In southern China and South Asia from 1600 to 1700 UTC on 6185 kHz. In South Asia from 0300 to 0400 UTC on 15320 kHz. Thank you once again for listening to Radio Taiwan International. We'd love to hear from you. 
Please send your comments to P.O. Box 123-199, Taipei, Taiwan. You can also email us at rti at rti.org.tw.